Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to podcast. I know I missed last week and I apologize. Things got crazy and I didn't even know what day it was before I knew it. The whole week was over. So I'm sorry. However, I do want to say thank you to everybody who listens to this podcast. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate all of the wonderful feedback and I just appreciate you listening. And so I, yeah, let's jump right in. Um, today I want to talk about something and I keep hearing this phrase from different avenues and I hear some people saying, or a lot of people saying, well, what the world needs now is love and what we need is compassion and love is love. And I believe that these are very true statements. However, I believe what's lacking is that people don't understand or don't recognize or don't know that we are created to love. And I think that we see a great desire, a great need, a great want to be loved, and we don't have a very solid definition of what love is. I believe because we don't know who we are, we don't know our identity, and we've talked about that a little bit, about how we're kind of going through an identity crisis, and so many of us don't know what we are supposed to do, or we don't know who we are, and so we're looking for fulfillment in the things that we do, and we don't realize that if we would spend our time and do the work to find out who we are, then everything else that we do would be enhanced by that, and because we don't know who we are, we don't know how to effectively love ourselves or love others. And if we can get a better grasp on what love is and how to execute it, then we will alleviate so many problems in our world. Love is the core thing. Love is the basis of all things, right? There's even text, ancient text that says, and these things, these three things remain, hope, faith, and love and the greatest of these is love. I think that's what it says. Now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. And so I think that love is the principal thing. Love is the core thing that really defines us, who we are as a human being. I think love is the core thing that if we can get a greater grasp on love, then we'll start to see our world change because often the things that we're doing are because we don't love ourselves or we react or respond certain ways to others because we don't love them. And so then it becomes this fight and that's not what we were created for. Love is intricately woven into our DNA and every single person possesses the ability to be able to love. Love is a part of our very being and that is why we have such a need for it. If we weren't created on purpose with a purpose and love was not a part of that purpose, then it wouldn't be something that every single person desires. When we don't know who we are, we cannot effectively love. It's just part of us that is missing. It's part of us that is in crisis. It's part of us that produces chaos when it is out of order. And when we don't effectively know what love is and we cannot effectively love 
others, then we realize that we are not awakened to our true identity and walking out who we are. And so that's why it's so important to know who we are because love is a part of that, if that makes sense. So I am a person of faith and I know there's other people of faith. And so I believe one of the greatest tools that we have oftentimes for looking at situations in our life is the Bible. And especially when it comes to love and defining love and being able to execute love toward ourselves and towards others, I believe that the Bible is a great tool. It's a great guide. And then we can gain further insight on how to execute it through other people, through talking to God, through uh, other through listening to sermons or listening to lectures, listening to what other people have to say on the topic, finding out more about the psychology of love and how we have been created with that need and that desire to love. So in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, so 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, in the Amplified Version of the Bible, it says this, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. And when right and truth prevail, love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails it never fades, it never ends. And I look at this and my mind is just blown. (laughs) When I look at it, I see so many things in this verse that are opposite of what is happening in our world today. And it blows my mind in this way that it's like, okay, here is a guide We're all searching for love, and yet we are doing things our own way. We're trying things our own way, and we are not having effective results. So let's go back, and it takes each and every one of us deciding to execute this in our own life, correct? So if we are executing this, then that will start to affect people around us, and they will start to execute it also. I just look at our world that is in chaos, in crisis. And here is a guide for a solution. Yes, it's easier to read that than sometimes to implement it into our everyday lives. However, I feel excited when I read this because I see room for growth in myself. I see some things that can really be put into action every day. I look at that and I see things that I'm like, ooh, I can get better at that. Ooh, I need to start doing that. Ooh, I am actually doing pretty well with that, so I'm going to continue on. And I see so much room for hope. 
one thing I do not see when I read this is a confinement. I don't see anything about color, nationality, sex, gender, or any other thing that we've tried to put on people to define them or to limit them. So this tells me that every single person on this planet can, if they're willing to put in the work, effectively execute this. Every single person on the planet can love and can receive love. And if we get better at executing these things and putting these things into action, then I believe that we are going to start to see so many things change in a positive light. I believe that we are going to see so many things happen in our lives that just really blow our mind, that put us on the next level and that further us in our jobs, in our social relationships, in our communities that we're involved in, whether it's helping to volunteer or a church community or an extracurricular activity. If we can implement these simple characteristics (laughs) that fall under the category of love into our life, I believe that things will revolutionize, change in a revolutionary way. Sorry, my brain was just like working it out there for a second. So these are all things that we can start putting into action in our everyday life and it will have positive effect. So how, what are some things we can do to up our game when it comes to this? Well, we can read it every day and where it says love, you can put your name in there or you can say I. So you could say like, start in the morning. Say, I endure with patience and serenity. I am kind and thoughtful. I am not jealous or envious. I do not brag and am not proud or arrogant. I am not rude. I am not self-seeking. I am not provoked or overly sensitive or easily angered. I do not take into account a wrong endured. I do not rejoice at injustice, but I rejoice with the truth when right and truth prevail. I bear all things regardless of the outcome. I believe all things. I look for the best in each person. I hope all things remaining steadfast during difficult times. I endure all things without weakening. I never fade or fail or end right? So you can, that is something you can do every day. I know a lot of people are really into mantras and a lot of people are really into meditation and putting things that they, uh, oh my gosh, what are those things? Like, uh, oh, I can't think of the word, but it's something that you can say every day about yourself and you can watch it manifest. You can watch the things start to transpire in your life where maybe you weren't a really patient person before and your life was not full of peace. And then you start saying this every day and you realize that you are starting to take the path of peace because you are growing in the area of loving yourself and others. And so now you recognize, oh, wow, I'm growing in that because I'm taking the path of peace instead of being volatile, instead of causing chaos instead of always fighting against someone or some something, excuse me. Another thing that you can do in your everyday life with this chapter is when you recognize that you are not being loving, you can pause. And in your head or out loud, wherever you are, 
because you are, obviously, if you are noticing you're not walking in love, then you're having an awareness, right? And if you're having that awareness, then it empowers you to say, okay, I can do something different. And so if you realize that you're not being kind or thoughtful and you start to get frustrated, you can pause and you could say, okay, pump the brakes. I am kind and I am thoughtful. And you can say it out loud or you can process through it in your head. And then you can start to assess the situation and break down what does being kind and thoughtful look like in this situation. And yes, it may seem like it takes a lot of time in that moment. However, the more you stop and catch yourself and redirect the thought pattern, the less time it takes moving forward. Because the next time you'll go, oh, no, that wasn't loving. Okay, here's love. And you start to execute love in that way, right? Another thing I think is really important for us and that we don't always do is if you recognize that you're missing the mark or you recognize that you're having trouble defining love, executing love in your own life and executing love toward other people, extend grace to yourself. Allow yourself to have some time to develop. This will not be something that we do overnight because a lot of the things that are in here are contrary to the way and the behaviors and the way we handle things that society says, this is how you're supposed to do that right? And so because it's contrary to some things that we've been taught, we have to relearn how to walk in love. We have to relearn how to tap into that part of ourselves that has been buried or has been desensitized or is not executed properly. And so often, I know a lot of us, especially myself, when I am know that I'm messing up on something, I'm not very gracious to myself. And I, it brings a lot of guilt and it brings a lot of shame. And I can say guilt and shame will only draw you further from the result that you want to have. And so what we need to do when we recognize that we're missing it is to say, it's okay. I'm learning and I'm growing. Then we start to identify what things am I doing good okay, I'm going to celebrate those things and then I'm going to work on, so say you're somebody who is self-seeking. You are going to make sure that nobody gets one over on you. You're going to make sure that everything you do has the best outcome for you, no matter, at no matter what cost it comes to someone else. Okay. So say that is your kind of default and you're easily provoked to anger because you feel like when people come against you, it's not in your best interest, okay? So say that's your scenario and you have made this decision that you are going to operate from a place of love. You are going to take these characteristics listed here about love and you are going to implement them in your life. Well, you are going to have several opportunities. Every time you make a choice for something good, you will always be confronted with opportunities immediately to not to turn away from the choice that you just made. And so you will find that you have a lot of opportunities in that to be self-seeking. And in that, you can find 
opportunity or find reason to be very hard on yourself. You can find reason to be really down on yourself. You can find reason to criticize yourself and to say that what this whole change is not working, right? And none of that is actually going to be effective because though you may be self-seeking, you also may be walking in love or executing love in your life in that you're enduring a lot of things and remaining strong, right? So if you celebrate, you know what, I'm enduring all things. And then you start to go back and you, when you find you're being self-seeking or that you are being easily angered and you pause and you say, you know what, I'm enduring a lot of things right now and that can be hard. However, I need to get better. So in this situation, I realize I am self-seeking. How do I turn that around? When you extend that grace to yourself and you work through that without getting down on yourself, without shame, without guilt, you actually empower yourself. And that's actually executing love for yourself. And when we learn how to execute love for ourselves, then we can execute love toward others better because it's something that we are doing all the time. If you look in the Bible, it says these are the two greatest commands. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. And the second is equal, and that is love your neighbor as yourself. And often we do not know how to love ourselves. And so we cannot give that to others. And if we gain awareness of what it means to love others and we start to, not to love others, sorry, I got ahead of myself. If we gain an awareness of what love looks like and we start extending that to ourselves, we will realize it's a natural reaction to extend love to others right? It's a natural thing because we understand it because it's something that we're already giving to ourselves. So it becomes something that flows out of us to others and it extends in all areas of our lives, right? Also, you will find when you start to gain a better understanding of love that you do not operate with fear, that there's not fear that happens in your life because Love and fear are the opposite of one another, right? Just like Martin Luther King said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Well, hate is a byproduct of fear. If we look at things, oftentimes the things that we feel like we quote unquote hate are things that we are afraid of. If you look at the civil rights movement, the conflict and the hate and the bad emotions between white people and black people were governed by fear and it manifested itself in hate. It manifested itself by people not being loving to another race and that is not right. We were not created with fear interwoven into our DNA. Quite the contrary. That is why so many people get attacked with fear. Because if you are walking in a place of fear, you do not know who you are. And if you do not know who you are, you will be rendered ineffective. You will spend your life spinning your wheels. And the moment that you are awakened to who you are and you push fear to the side and you rise up with love, then you start to execute your identity, your 
purpose. And you are here on purpose with a purpose. You are put on this planet to impact people. You are put on this planet to fulfill something. And people are attached to your destiny and your purpose. So when you are not fulfilling your purpose, people are not being reached to the degree that they should be reached. And when those people are not being reached, then they are not fulfilling their purpose. And it creates this domino effect of ineffectivity of people being ineffective, of people being rendered powerless, of people being afraid, of people operating from a place of insecurity and other toxic emotions because they have no idea who they are. And that's where we start to see people killing other people. That's where we see people killing themselves because they have no concept of who they are and they are tormented by the emotions and by the, the, the toxic things that have attached themselves to that person. And that person has no idea that they were created on purpose with a purpose, that they were created to love and that love is a part of them and that love, perfect love casts out all fear. So as we gain an understanding of love, then we cast out fear and we find ourselves working together with people. We find ourselves seeing the beauty in other people. We find ourselves being patient. We find ourselves searching for peace and making peace wherever we go. We find ourselves being kind and thoughtful, even to people who don't look like us or smell like us, or act like us. We find that we are not jealous or envious. We find that we don't have to brag about our own accomplishments or be proud or arrogant. We find that we are not rude because we are being kind and thoughtful. We find that we are not looking out for just number one for ourselves, and that we're not overly sensitive or angered easily that we let things go. We find that we do not take into account wrongs endured. We don't hold on to the past, but we let it go. We let it roll like water off a duck's back because we know that we are loved. We know who we are and that those things that are being said about us or the wrong that came to us is not a reflection of who we are. It's a reflection of something else. And it is something that potentially is trying to knock you off your course. Let's see. We find that we do not rejoice at at injustice. I feel like in our world today, there's a lot of rejoicing around injustice. And that's not right. That is not love. And if we work on loving ourselves, then we find that we rejoice when right and truth prevail. I think we... When we start to bear all things, regardless of what comes, regardless of what is happening, if you know that you are loved and you extend that to other people, the outcome is always going to be on your side. Because if it's not for you, then it's not the end. Amen. We bear all things, regardless of what comes. We believe the best in each one, in each situation, in each person. We're believing the best. We're always looking for truth. We're not looking for opinion. We're not looking for fact, but we are looking for truth. Because when truth, when you are attached to truth, it is unshakable. And love and truth go hand in hand. And we find that we are strong. 
and we stay steadfast during difficult things. You know, there's a lot of difficult things happening in our world, and there's a lot of opportunity to be weak, and there's a lot of opportunity to crumble under pressure. But when you know who you are, and when you have this foundation of love, and you build your life upon truth, then you will find that you do not waver during difficult times, but you rise up and you hold the standard. And as you begin to love other people and as you begin to make that your goal in your life to love other people and to let love win and to create this atmosphere of love for yourself and for others, then you'll start to see that life really changes and that people who are resistant to that, it's probably because they're afraid, but they'll also kind of distance themselves from you and people who need that will come toward you, right? We all need it. There's just some people who are more aware of their need for it than others. So I hope that this helps you today. I hope that you will start considering maybe areas in your life. I know I have been thinking about it. I have been considering it. I have had to catch myself often like, oh, I'm getting angry at this person in traffic and they don't even know. You know, it's a great opportunity and right now is a great time for us to be strengthened in love. And we will start to see it affect every single part of us, every single part of our life, right? Because we are designed to love. We need love and we need to be loved and we need to love ourselves and we need to be loved by other people. And when we can define love through this verse, when we can act upon what we are learning, we will find that it's a way better way to live. And others may not respond right away. However, others will be drawn to respond as you execute this in your life. So that's all I have for today's podcast. I hope that you guys have an amazing weekend, that you do something fun, and that you challenge yourself to walk in love toward yourself and others. Set some goals about how you can do that in your life, maybe in an area that you're struggling. So as always, remember, it's your life. It's your choice. Choose happy and be you. Talk to you guys later.